This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, October 23rd. Uh, S&P futures are trading relatively well this morning, down only one or two points. Europe's trading down about 20 to 30 basis points. So overall, I think markets are certainly holding in better than I would have thought at around five o'clock last night when you were kind of just uh, perusing through some of the earnings reports that came out of the U.S. last night. So Texas Instruments is obviously the name that's very much in focus. They missed for the quarter, uh, guided down Q4, well below expectations, well below normal seasonal patterns. Um, you know, on the call, the, the magnitude of the miss and the magnitude of the guidance downside was certainly surprising, but the call tone really wasn't when you just heard what management was talking about. They just said there's general broad weakness across, across every geography, across every end market, and they decided trade as a primary culprit. So it's a message that a lot of execs have been delivering. Um, you know, not, not every company has been suffering uh, to the extent that Texan has, but um, you know, I think this just goes to show that trade is an enormous overhang on e- on economic growth. And if there are not actions taken to alleviate some of the stresses or to avoid further escalation, then you're going to start to hear a lot of other companies, whether it's not uh, for Q- on the Q3 calls or it's on the Q4 calls in January, are going to be delivering um, the same types of messages. Trade is a huge overhang on the market, on the economy that needs to be relieved. And that's the reason why, for the near term, I'm, I'm relatively positive because I do think you are coming up on a series of catalysts over the coming weeks that are going to be viewed as being positive, or at least there will be the anticipation of them being positive. So you have this APEC summit in mid-November at which Trump and Xi will sign uh, this phase one deal um, that has not been confirmed, um, but all signs point to them being present and and, um, and phase one being ready for them to sign. You have this European auto tariff decision coming up in mid-November. It looks unlikely Trump will actually impose those tariffs. You have these Huawei waivers that are due to expire in mid-November. They'll probably hand out some permanent exemptions for companies to ship non-essential products. And then um, USMCA could pass the House by the end of November. That's, that is probably the least certain of those three catalysts, but it's also the least important. Um, so the single most important macro article of the day, which I linked into the Vital Dawn this morning, is just his Wilbur Ross interview in the FT, in which he doesn't explicitly state, but he suggests that Trump will not go forward with Eurozone auto tariffs, and then also hints that this phase one deal will be ready for uh, the signature of both Xi and Trump at APEC. So those trade catalysts, I think, are going to act as, um, like I said, I think they're going to be positive catalysts, um, and that's going to help drive the market higher. You're going to get above this 3,000 level. I think it's mostly going to be a head fake. I think you may get to uh, 3,030, 3,050. I don't think you're necessarily going to go all the way to 3,200. I'm not in that camp. And I think it's it's more a head fake. It'll be brief and it's something to fade rather than chase. But I do anticipate these catalysts in the coming weeks um, providing uh, upside upside uh, risk for the market. Um, so that Wilbur Ross interview is definitely the big macro story of the day. Uh, a bunch of earnings. Texan is, is by far the most important, the most notable Um Nothing else super incremental to talk about as far as Brexit. Again, I don't think this is of super importance um, for the U.S. markets. The next big event on that front will be the the length of the extension granted by the EU. So this 
October 31st deadline, the EU is, uh, I'm sorry, the UK has already requested an extension of that deadline. And now the EU has to grant it. So if it is a long extension, um, say till the end of January of 2020, you're probably going to have elections in the UK beforehand. If it's a shorter extension, 30 days or less, um, you're probably going to just have the same votes that occurred yesterday come up again, um, including this timeline, which failed. And if it's a shorter extension, 30 days or less, you'll probably pass that timeline. Um, that seems to be kind of the tenor of, of media reports this morning. So the next big event on that front will be the length of the extension granted. Um so that is really it for today. A lot of other news, a lot of other earnings reports, all of which I have detailed out in the vital dawn this morning. Um, and then as far as news, the, the focus this morning is going to be on on earnings. Um, uh, Boeing, Caterpillar are definitely the big ones before the open. And then after the close, you have eBay, Ford, Microsoft, uh, PayPal, and Xilinx will be in focus tomorrow. Uh, the flash PMIs are definitely going to be interesting. This will be the first major economic data point that you're going to see for October. So those will hit uh, tomorrow morning. Um, the ECB press conference tomorrow should be a complete non-event. It will be a non-event other than this will be Draghi's last press conference as ECB president. Um, so that is it for today. Thank you, everyone, um, for listening.